0: Every year in May, groups of Annenberg students are given exclusive access to some of the world's most important media, communications, and technology companies. One of these programs visits our nation's capital, where students engage with influential politicians and government experts who play a pivotal role in shaping our nation. Today, we're diving deep into one of these Maymesters. The DC May semester with Sarah Schornstein, a first year grad student here at USC Annenberg studying public diplomacy, and Abigail Rawlingson, a junior studying communications. I'm your host, Sky Lee, and welcome to the Annenverse. <laughs> Both Abigail and Sarah were drawn to the D.C. May Maymester for their careers, but from completely different viewpoints. For Sarah, as a public diplomacy student, her career aspirations made this May Maymester a no-brainer.
1: I did my undergraduate at George Washington University in Washington, D.C., so I've kind of had a political brain for a long time. And with the loss of the year with COVID and also um, just wanting to develop some more hard communication skills, it led me to USC Annenberg. And further, what led me to the program is Susanna. She told me to apply just to be able to expose myself to these different kinds of career paths that I can take.
0: For Abigail, she changed majors to communications at USC Annenberg.
2: In that process, I got an email from Annenberg, and they told me about this really neat opportunity to go to Washington, D.C. for two weeks at the end of the school year. And as someone who is interested in the law and politics, I felt like it was the perfect way to cap off the school year.
0: The two-week program was divided into sections to cover different topics for the diverse set of students who were joining.
1: The first week was foreign policy, whereas the second week was campaigning, media, media organizations, Capitol Hill, think tanks, um, kind of your more traditional Washington. I found that to be a really helpful way to divide up the week because you had those two different kinds of student on the trip. And what was really fascinating for me to see and what I really enjoyed watching was seeing kind of the people who were more journalistic focused in the international affairs sessions and the people who were international affairs focused being the Capitol Hill. We were each tasked with doing a memo about the company or the
2: institution we went to. So I got one day and I briefed everyone in the class about where we were going and everyone else had their own day where they talked about what we were going to do and see and talk to.
0: And out of curiosity, which company did you do a brief on?
2: I wrote a brief about Ms. Becky Donatelli, who's the president, CEO, and founder of Campaign Solutions. I was really neat to be able to connect with Ms. Donatelli because I feel like she had a lot of experience within the industry. And I had just taken a class on campaigns, and I felt like I was able to sort of um, discuss with her some of the things I had learned in my Annenberg class and see how they were actually applicable in the real world of campaigning.
0: The brief can be a powerful tool for connections, as Sarah found out with hers.
1: My briefing was on Christina Cameron. And so what happened was not only did I go up to her before the meeting and say, hey, you know, I did your briefing. I have learned a little bit about you. You are someone who is right up my alley. Um, Can I please talk to you at some point (laughs) outside of this? And it worked. I mean, I ended up having a phone call with her a few weeks later um, and we've chatted and, you know, she's become a connection of mine.
0: Networking was a key part of the D.C. Maymester, including a specific networking dinner.
1: So
2: Annenberg invited alumni who live in Washington, D.C. to come to the new campus. They invited people from our program to come and basically just network. It was a neat opportunity to be able to connect with people in a more informal setting than being in a conference room at uh, the U.S. NBC or something. How is it different
0: meeting them in an informal setting versus a formal setting?
2: Well, people are off the clock, so it's more informal because people want to mingle, they want to chat, mm, okay. they want to get to know you more than you
1: can when you're in a group of 20 people see. at a conference room. I made some great connections there. I think the value of networking and really the value of making connections, I think, was really resonant for me. Okay. Um, and, and taking initiative. Because we didn't have a lot of the a lot of time with this with these people, so if you really like someone, you needed to make that connection now. And also, it's also when you graduate too, you're probably going to be in a lot of these similar situations where you're going to have to make these connections quickly too.
2: I also think that some of the people who led the trip were really good at talking about how to take up space. And sometimes when you're a female, it's hard to feel like you can take up space within a place and make your voice heard. known and I think that over the course of my two weeks in DC I grew more confident in speaking up asking questions and just owning who I am. Could you kind of expand on what you meant by taking up space? Katrina Chan was our leader the first week she went to USC Annenberg and now she's working in DC. She said that don't apologize for asking a question and being curious.
0: The biggest takeaway for Abigail from the trip was affirmation on her career journey.
2: I think that it really affirmed for me the direction that I want to take with my life. I would like to go to law school after I complete my undergraduate studies at USC. And seeing all the benefits that a law degree can have while working in a city like Washington, D.C. really showed me that that's what I want to do and that's what I love to do. Um, I also think that it showed me that Washington, D.C. is a place where I could see myself being one day.
0: For Sarah, the trip showed her the vast opportunities that are available.
1: So many of these people have had so many wide-ranging careers and connections and and experiences. What I took away was things are going to work out the way they're supposed Mm. to, and if you don't know what you want to do right now, it's fine because your life's going to take so many different directions. Sarah also has advice
0: for those who are interested in the program.
1: The first thing I would say is apply. I mean, my mantra that I always live with is the worst thing they could say is, No. And that's so true. I mean, the worst thing they could say is no, and you're no worse off than where you were before. And if you were accepted to the trip, I would say just keep an open mind because you really never know what is going to hit you. I mean, as I said before, I wanted to be in the state department and now that's the one thing I know I don't want to do.
0: Interesting. (laughs) Um,
1: Okay. But my point is, is that you just don't know where life is going to take you. And even if you're focused on journalism and know you want to be a journalist, keep an open mind Mm -hmm. to working on Capitol Hill because, you know, you'll gain a lot more skills there than just one thing. You you will always learn something no matter what you do. And you could always leave if you don't Mm -hmm. like it.
0: Thank you to Abigail and Sarah for joining our podcast. You can learn more about the Maymester program by visiting annenberguscedu slash Maymester.